Welcome back to Empire of Assets, the podcast which empowers you to discover your purpose, build your empire and achieve fulfillment in life. Now today in this podcast, you will be listening to an IGTV episode which features the incredible Daniela Wolf of Best D Life. She is going to be helping to talk us through how to find bliss in our lives and we're going to be discussing lots of different things that are going to help you to achieve the very best life that you possibly can. So things like implementing systems into your life, self-care and stress management strategies. So it's going to be a really good episode. Now before I even get started, I just want to take a moment to welcome absolutely all of our listeners. I am just so proud to welcome listeners from all over the world and I just want to reach out to each and every one of you and thank you for tuning in. We have listeners in the USA, in the UK, Australia, the Philippines, Ireland, Germany, the Netherlands, Russia, Canada, Poland, France, New Zealand, India, South Africa, Singapore, Turkey, Malaysia, Portugal, Sweden, and even Tanzania. So I want to just welcome each and every single one of you. Thank you for listening. And I just wish you health, happiness, and abundance in your life. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Empire of Assets. If you're new here, I am Stephanie from Empire of Assets and here we help women to discover their purpose, to build their empire and to achieve complete fulfillment in life. I am joined today by Daniela from Best D Life. So I'm just going to invite her into the call and then I'm going to give you a brief introduction before we get started. So let me just add her now. And hi, Daniela, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? Thanks so much, Stephanie. You are welcome. I'm, I'm really well, thank you. And thankfully, I think her signal is a bit better than it was just a second ago. So hopefully everyone can hear this conversation. Now, um, just to give a quick introduction to you, Daniela, you help overwhelmed women to create a lifestyle that they love through simple systems to help manage their time and their daily tasks. So basically providing a bit of strategy into how they systemize things in their life and just help them to really find balance and kind of relief from that overwhelm through all of that. So Daniela works with women to create customized self-care and stress management strategies, which will help women to live a more balanced, healthy and happy life something I think that we can all do with at the moment. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and Daniela has been a social worker for 20 plus years and she's trained in many things, self-care, mindfulness, stress management and coping skills. And as well as that, she is also a busy mom of two kids, a 19-year-old son who's in college and a 15-year-old daughter who's in high school. So welcome to you, Danielle. Thank Daniela. you. Yes. <laughs> I, 
Daniela, I, ha- I need to apologize because um, you have a lovely name, Daniela, and it's just that one of my friends is called Daniela, <laughs> and so it kind of rolls off the tongue, you know. So That's apologies. okay. Actually, most of my close friends call me D, which is part of ah. where the D and bestie life came from. I'm, I'm good with it. Anything. I have cousins that call me Danny. You know, it's, uh, it's all good. <laughs> I actually was going to ask you about the name of your your business, your brand. It's the Best D Life. So obviously mm-hmm. the D is from you. And where did you where did you get the concept? Where did what led you to cho- choose Best D Life as your brand? Um, so it, the name came a little bit from um, actually just you know over the years I kind of integrated the self care, the strategies, the habits, the discipline into my own life as I went through various things. Um, personally, having gone through a divorce when my kids were young and needing to kind of refine that center and that balance and that happiness in my everyday life. And I just kind of found I got because at one point I got a text message from a girlfriend of mine, she showed a picture of herself at the beach. And she's like, I had an extra 20 minutes and I decided to listen to my inner D and take some time and do something for myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, people were internalizing that and using that as their motivation and that inspiration to find. I had friends send me pictures, you know, of an outfit toes or something different they were doing because of the things I was saying and doing and that they saw me implementing in my own everyday life and the changes that I was making and how much happier I was and just how much more I had that flow of the things I had to do as well as the things I wanted to do. And to see that it was possible, you know, maybe not every day perfectly, but it's possible to definitely carve that for yourself and create that lifestyle, you know, and I use that term a lot because it's, you know, it's not going to be perfect every day, but it's a whole lifestyle that you end up embracing and enjoying and celebrating every day. Yeah, you've got it perfect. You you need to, people need to stop thinking about um, the future and all their massive goals and ambitions. Yeah, there's a, there's a big place for that. But you can find so much happiness in the here and now, in the moment. And it all starts with building up these routines and these strategies. I don't know about you, Daniela, but when I had my <laughs> daughter, when she was born, I was completely overwhelmed and I'm a very organized person Mm -hmm. I am very organized strategically minded so for me I just thought oh yeah she's gonna fit into my life where it was it was like (laughs) wow oh oh my you know there was just so many things that you don't even think about like Mm -hmm. there are just so many things that you just for me it took a while for me to actually put the strategies in place that would mean that I could have that lifestyle again where I just felt a bit more balanced and more relaxed because it's really difficult being a new mom and when you have all of these um a million things to do on top of your own business kind of lost yourself as well (laughs) and so you put these processes in and I think that Mm -hmm. so many people Daniela don't really like ourselves are probably organized people who do find that we find balance through strategizing and um really creating balance through yeah strategies we put things into place to ensure that we can live our best lives on a consistent basis Mm -hmm. so but there's a lot of people who don't realize that you can actually make big changes just through little actions um and that you can improve the, the situation that you're in with mindset and a few strategic actions Mm -hmm. so 
obviously um it's those micro shifts throughout your day you know like i like to say it's these micro shifts it's tiny micro changes not massive big things that create that you know and i do want to say you know a lot of people they struggle with the word balance you know and so i do want to share when i talk about balance it's not about everything being equal or perfect same on both sides but balance to me you know has to do with being able to not only have those discipline and those strategies but being able to pivot being able to adapt and being able to set boundaries and that's where you know balance might not look the same every day but in that bigger lifestyle that bigger scheme is where you find it because i think sometimes people get turned off by the word balance because they don't think it's achievable on a 50 50 even steven basis and that's not the point yeah yeah exactly it's yeah for me it's not about that either it's about like um being in being in harmony in all different areas of your life and as you put it really mm -hmm. well it's not about um just having a perfect life we we shouldn't really want life to be all rosy and perfectly happy every day because there's no room for growth then that's where all your your biggest growth comes is through the con perhaps conflicts or challenging situations but it's knowing how to be resilient and adapt to these things that really makes the mm -hmm. biggest impact I love that you know that element of what you were saying so why um women women specifically why are you working so closely with women specifically obviously that's your expertise but tell me more about your business and how you specialize in helping women to achieve these things I think life. part of what gravitated to me working with women, you know, besides the fact that through my own experience, I could relate to that. I think I've just seen over time as women, we put ourselves second, you know, um, whether it's our husbands have no problem planning a four hour golf outing and doing what they need to do and putting their needs, you know, and we work around that we run the kids around we take on I think a lot of the responsibilities that not only happen in the home to managing it, but then our jobs, our friends, managing so many other things, and we take on the responsibility and the burden. And I think seeing how we can not only manage those things, but also learn to delegate, learn to share, learn to get let go of things, you know, and recognize what we really need to be prioritizing is something that I don't know if we were taught, you know, there's a mindset that we not only have to do it all, but we have to do it all perfectly and being able to let go of that and being able to support each other in that, give ourselves that permission. You know, I think together we're stronger and being able to hear from each other and build each other up and have that community of support is part of what helps to empower us to do those things and make those changes. Oh, absolutely. And I think you know, it, every dynamic is going to be different in every single household because in some households you're going to have a background where there's only one parent and everything mm -hmm. needs to be juggled um, absolutely pretty much between the either the mom or the dad, whoever is, is taking on the main parenting role. And but, but there's also ways for parents, single parents, to seek support and help and be able to delegate tasks. And that is really important if you're a single parent. But for for families where there is a mom and a dad present or two parents of you know either gender really it doesn't matter it's it seems to be that always there's that one person takes on most of the work with the children where that kind of thing's related and quite mm -hmm. often um quite often it is females and quite often females also work so there is a lack of understanding about the fact that you cannot I always say you cannot put 
you need to put, have yourself in that structure of importance somewhere. And if you are your best self and you're making time to be your best self, like you would say a D <laughs> moment, or, you know, like if, if you're putting these times into your life to build you up and lift your spirit, you're, you're a, a joy to be around. Whereas if you are grinding yourself down constantly, putting everyone else first, you're not going to be a lovely person to be around because you have no energy to give. <laughs> and I think you do, we do ourselves a disservice as far as teaching our family members, whether we're a single mom or how many yes. people are in our household, teaching them what we need, teaching them how we need our data run, what kind of space we need, what kind of support we need. If we're not sharing with others and teaching others, whether it's our partner, our spouse, you know, our family members, and as well as our kids, how to treat, they're not going to know. And and we're going to wonder, you know, why don't I get what I need? Why doesn't anybody listen to me? Why doesn't, you know, I feel fulfilled like everybody else? Because we, we hold on to that and we just make it happen, you know, as opposed to really putting it out there and teaching us and what's the structure that we need to be our best selves and make the whole kind of family run as a unit, you know, in a way that's not only like top down, but that everyone's feeling fulfilled. Yeah, totally. And if you're anything like me, you actually see your children as their own unique little individual beings. Mm -hmm. I mean, yours are older now, but I'm not here to, like, I don't even like the, I don't, I can't think of a better phrase than raise your children. But, you know, I'm here to support the scaffold, to encourage her, to mm -hmm. let her be her own little person. So I see it within our family is the way I see it is that there are three of us and we all have equal importance but we all you know she's just her own little person even though she's younger yeah. so I'm trying to teach her to be independent and like for example my husband right now is downstairs with her so that I can come in and speak with <laughs> you and we can do this but parents especially mums especially females really need to find time to nurture their inner purpose and to give time for things that inspire them and like connect with people like yourself, Daniela, who can bring a lot to them and just engage with projects that really bring life to them because that, sh that brings so much more to the family and to share. And for your children, when you grow up as well, they will know what it means to live in a, you know, a home or have a partnership where, or even if you don't have a partnership, even if you just work with others, collaborate collaboratively to to achieve greater goals and outcomes and I think that's a really lovely thing to show your children but I was not like this at the beginning and just to see all the things right I was gonna say just to see all those things that make up that lifestyle it's not just one thing not just self-care it's not just the time you take for yourself but it's also the way you plan and structure your days how your mornings start how your days end the things that you bring into your day the way you um, decorate your home the way you dress the way you carry yourself it's all these things that combine and make that lifestyle so that maybe you know your your time that day is when you walk in the door and you know you feel like this is a place that I can relax that I'm comfortable that isn't cluttered that isn't stressing me out you know that's what brings you joy if you've got 
10 minute music time in the morning with your kids or a routine in place that makes it so that everyone's flowing out the door in, in a good way and you're not feeling stressed and rushed and overwhelmed and nagging and yelling. You know, there's all these little systems that you can put in place that can take those little breaks and actually buy you more time at the end of the day. I heard a quote the other day that said, discipline is freedom, you know, and, and it really can, that discipline is what buys you the time that you want to find later on. So it's yeah. not about finding it, but intentionally creating it by those other day, you know, whether it's meal planning, finding 10 minutes to take a walk and get outside and do some movement, you know, there's all sorts of things. So it doesn't just look like one thing, you know, it's not a rigid, inflexible thing that, you know, kind of controls and contains your life, but that boundary gives you the freedom to really explore and fit in everything that you want. Yeah, totally. And like, my husband says to me quite a lot, he's like, oh, don't be a control freak. And I'm like, but I'm not being a control freak. But I'm literally organizing it that much so that I can enjoy my life. Because if not, if you start kind of getting a bit looser in the edges and just not focusing and having your systems in place, then like, so one example is that when I, I don't know if you have, you probably have encountered Marie Kondo and the Marie method. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I only just recently read this book, but basically I was reading it thinking, wow, yeah, that's me. So I don't really tidy personally in my own personal spaces, like office, um, bedrooms, things like that. Even downstairs in our main uh, lounge, you know, rooms, things like that. I don't generally do ever a big tidy up because there isn't really much to tidy up because I just put things back when I use them. So for me, yeah, he's like, oh, why do you always have to do this right away and do dishes or do this or that? And then like, because um, then I don't need to worry about doing that later. I'm not wasting mm -hmm. my time cleaning up because it's done as I'm doing the activity. So yep. yeah, I am. Your self-care right there is by yeah. putting things back in their place and having that system. That's part of your self-care. Because like you said, if it wasn't done, that there's where your stress and your overwhelm and frustration would come from. And that's great that you recognize that. Yeah, I think that it could, it could sometimes, like, I think I'm quite well disciplined in the sense that um, I just know that the pain is going to come from somewhere. It's either going to come from doing it in the end or I may as well just get it done now. Like, that's going to come at some point. So get it out of the way and move on and enjoy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, in terms of you now have your own business and you have best be life and you're inspiring everyone else to take mm -hmm. D moments and be, the, you know, have their inner D come out and just be inspired by your ways of life and living what inspired you to start her business as a powerful woman that you are mm -hmm. um well like you said i've been a social worker for over 20 years i'm actually i'm still working full-time as well in addition to this and and i think i just wanted something more a little bit where you know I love what I do. It's um, a little bit more mental health based. And so to be able to take the way I was living my life and help women, and so many were coming to me anyways, informally, and to be able to make it something more and accessible, to really be able to share that, like I said, I think we're stronger together. And I believe in building each other up and creating, you know, instead of people looking and going, Oh, must be nice. I want them to be like, Oh, yeah, me too. I I'm doing that too. You know, I want us to have that collective shared encouragement and support for each other as opposed to feeling like well some people can get that and some people can't or you know not feeling like it's attainable for them to really help make that something 
that everyone can find ways to fit into their own life and bring that to everyone because it, it, we are a village and we affect each other in so many ways, whether it's through our kids, our jobs, you know, and, and paying it forward is just something I think we need to all do and support each other. Yeah, because we, when we collaborate with others and we, we raise others up, it, mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's a giving, it's a form of giving, which when you give good things and the universe, they always come back to you. You know, that is the way of it. I know some people believe in karma and various things, but mm -hmm. it's just common sense as well. Yeah. Um, I, and gratitude is a great form of self-care as well. Helping others, volunteering. People don't realize that's self-care too. When you give to others, you get back so much more in return. The, the people that I've met, the connections that I've made have been just amazing, you know, and, and that alone has made all of this so much fun and, and so worth, you know, the time and sweat and tears and everything else because that connection is so key in bringing so much joy into my own life and building. So in terms of your business and being a business owner, have you had any challenges and um, how have you dealt with them? Um, personally for me, like technology has been my biggest obstacle. I wasn't on really social media. I'm not super tech savvy, but I've learned how to do some programming, how to create, you know, graphics and websites and email systems and just learning a technology, learning new things that I didn't learn. I'm, you know, I'm great with people. I'm great with social work. I'm great working one-on-one. -on -one. I'm great, you know, with live presentations and groups because that is what I love to do. That's the connection part that I'm, I'm, very strong in so learning the technology and all of that has just been my personal struggle but i think i've also loved and thrived from learning something new i think we forget as we get older sometimes how exciting it is to really overcome an obstacle and learn something new and great you know by getting through those challenges that you know we see our kids do so much but sometimes as we get older we kind of stop doing and i've really enjoyed that part of it as well and you actually by getting over that one obstacle or challenge you basically then opened up a massive potential for your life and for everybody that you can touch in life because what's the use in you sitting there having all of these amazing strategies all of these this amazing wisdom and knowledge and then no one to share it with you can't <laughs> make your impact and purpose until you get out there and I want to encourage people to realize that their biggest obstacles in life are often the ones that are going to when you overcome them they're going to create the greatest change in their life they're going to open so many doors and that's why the challenge is there because when we have a challenge in our way, it's a sign that there's something important that we need to do to get yeah. on and get over that and get to the next level and be who, you know, who we were supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, Those limiting beliefs and mindset things, you know, we all have them regardless of what area they're in, whether it's, oh, I can't cook or I can't run or I can't, all these can't things. And I think, you know, technology was probably mine. Like, oh, I, I can't do technology. I'd go to, you know, my kids for that. And now it's like, no, I, I got this, I can do this. And that, you know, I think we're always learning and growing and need to remember those limiting beliefs are something we can work through, you know, as part of our growth mindset to it's might not happen yet. And adding that word yet can be that difference into knowing what we can achieve and what we can still do just because we're not there at this point doesn't mean not yet. Yeah, and you spoke about micro shifts as well, which I would call, like, I kind of say, like, a micro action. So 
it's all about every time you have one of those thoughts mentally using yet <laughs> or mm-hmm. using yeah. no, I'm actually I'm actually learning to do this rather than I don't know how to I'm now learning to do this which is a progress it's a process of um growth in your life and just by changing the way that you phrase things you're creating these new neural mm-hmm. pathways in your mind in your in your brain which are actually allowing your brain to, to then say oh yeah okay because your brain's very black and white in the way it, it it understands things so if we can get these pathways in place that our brain realizes okay I'm now learning it's looking for opportunities then to help you to learn and do all of that and my background is actually in technology so I would never say that I I am an expert because technology is innovating at, well, you know, it's, it's moving forward in such a massive um, exponential way and rate that you can't ever be a, an expert actually in technology. So we should all be committed to learning yeah. how to use new technologies. Um, I just wondered, I'd love to know a little bit more about your philosophy on building habits and strategies to live a lifestyle that we can truly love and I'd love I'd love to know a bit more about maybe an example where you've worked with someone and you can tell us a little bit of a transformation story or maybe even about your own life and how you've transformed things Mm -hmm. so my philosophy with habits and systems is definitely you know keep them simple you know I'm not for big massive changes I don't think anything that's going to be hard, you're not going to stick with, you know, in my, I talk about in my program, clarity, connection and consistency, you know, picking that one thing that you want to change that you think would make a difference. It doesn't have to have, you know, a life changing impact, but by making small little shifts in our day, whether it's fitting in time to find a, you know, with a friend every week, time for your coffee, whether it's, you know, how you do certain things, by connecting yourself to a plan that you're invested in is what's going to make it work. I don't think, you know, I don't tell people what to do. I give them options. I'm all about options because I think it, depending on where we're at each day, we might need a different option. We need that flexibility rather than something rigid and inflexible that then, you know, we beat ourselves up about, or we feel like our is unattainable. So by having options and knowing that you have to help you to be consistent, And that consistency is what's going to be key then in automating those things. And when they become automated, that's when we really start to then have that freedom of time, have those freedoms of being able to then maybe add something else. By automating different things, we get rid of what they call decision fatigue, where we're trying to think every day, what am I making for dinner? What am I doing next? What's coming up? And that takes up so much of our time and energy, which is why we end up exhausted at different points in time. And so to be able to simplify and automate different points in our day, whether it's, you know, Steve Jobs used to wear the same neck and jeans, he owned like a 100 of them. But you know, by taking that part out of his day, I used to have the same breakfast when I had to leave my house to go to work, the same breakfast every day, because it was one less thing to think about. It was just kind of something I did, something that happened, and go forward. And so to be able to create systems and automate them in a way that then helps free up your time for then the things you want to do or those unexpected things that crop up, obviously, because there are so many points in our day that we don't have control over. You know, so finding those little moments that you can create and make yours, even if it's fun things. My daughter and I, we did mask Mondays. So every Monday we would find time for a 10, 15 minute face mask, you know, 
because she's older, she's got sports. And so finding those 15 minutes, at least every week, plus, you know, there were obviously other things, but that was special. That was ours. And it's, you know, creating those habits then is something you can look forward to or something you look back on that. And that's where, again, it's about that lifestyle then that you're like, yeah, that's good stuff. That's what I love. Yeah, that was so lovely. And just uh, even you hear most people talking about habits and things. And obviously, you're you're big on clarity, connection, consistency. That these are your three main approaches that underpin everything that you do. But we don't often think about daily routines and incorporating specific people that are going to lift us up and boost us. I think that's so lovely. So you're including your children in that and teaching them this habits, these habits from a young age, and just giving them the the point of view that habits are not always and you know having good discipline isn't always about overcoming you know negative things it's actually also about ensuring that you enjoy the good things in life too and making Mm -hmm. time for them because that's something I'm very guilty of I will always make time for the work and always make time for the essentials but when it comes to me and making time for things that really you know or my friends and things that that's something I need to put my hands up that's something I need to do more of because it's I don't know if that's just me or if everyone can relate to that but it's part of the lifestyle wheel that I think we neglect sometimes because we don't recognize the importance of it but it's those little things even I can share a little story if I have a minute you know so many students are working from home now virtually on the computers. They're doing homeschooling all day. And one thing that I've noticed, because I do work with high school students, is that uh, the micro shift of sitting in front of a screen all day, as opposed to every 42 minutes of bell ringing and them getting up and moving from class to class, has had a huge effect on their mood, um, their depression levels, mm-hmm. things like that, because we didn't realize moving every day, every 42 minutes for four minutes would add up over time. And so they've lost that movement in their day and they don't think movement is a big deal. But when you lose having consistent movement every single day for almost a half an hour, just getting from place to place can start to then have an effect of why don't I feel good? Why am I unmotivated? You know, and so it's those little things that now, you know, when my daughter's on remote day, I make her run up and down the stairs a couple of times in between her classes rather than get on her phone. You know, but again, it's something that wasn't prioritized in people's lives. Like, why do I have to move every day? But we didn't realize it was already built in. Even those social connections, even if we're an introvert and maybe not super outgoing and social, being around people at a workplace, being around people in a grocery store and other settings, that energy we got from hearing other conversations, being yeah. around laughter, happiness, even if it wasn't ours directly, we still got benefits from those that we don't, you know, in advance realize, oh, we needed that. And so like you said, making connections and seeing people more intentional has those benefits that create, you know, part of that bigger energy in our lives. Uh, Really, really, really important point there about the movement, but also about the fact that the I find it's a bit of a lottery at the moment for students because they are either going to have a teacher who really understands the importance of creating opportunities for online organic collaboration between students and themselves that they would get in the hallway that they don't get anymore as well. That's such a big thing. And you, you'll have some students that are having that input and that you know their their tutors and teachers are finding that this is important and they make time for that and they find ways to do it there's a great examples of how this is going on but then there are other students who are really missing out because they're just being given 
okay, here's your coursework for today, get through it. And they're not given that opportunity and people are really, really losing out socially well, on their social skills in a big, big way. So I just hope that the youngsters who are going through all of this at the moment can can find their way through that in a positive way because I just think that, that it's just, uh, my heart just goes out to all the youngsters who don't have the knowledge and understanding of what a big impact this is and maybe not able to find ways to fit these things into their own lives mm -hmm. independently. Yeah, and that's why I think because, like I said, moms were kind of the heartbeat of the of the home. Yeah. Sometimes we set the tone, we set the direction, and so not only by taking care of ourselves, but by learning about these things, we can then create the systems to bring that back into our home to realize, you know, okay, with our own work life balance, how do we create that at home so that we are present and mindful when we're with our families and not, you know, have that boundary with our work because I know that's been really hard for a lot of women to juggle as well because now homes with you 24 seven and how do you set those boundaries in a way that are you know respected professionally but also yeah. you know, the best interest for your family you know and so I think again it's some of its education some of its learning how to integrate it for yourself as well as the systems you know for your family even for your community to reach out like hey you know my neighbor probably needs a break from her kids I can take them and give her that, you know, again, that supporting and connection and community with each other, because I think we're all going through so much of this together. Absolutely. I think that's so lovely that you do that and that you offer that support, because I think that some parents really need that. And that's something where we were isolated from many people for the first, like from a year ago, from the first maybe six months or so. And it was so hard because I was a new mom at that point. I was working um like any moment I could but also just completely alone because and I am somebody who's always just like oh you know I'm busy I'll get on with it and I'll do things and I'll get over it but that's sometime when I think I could have really done with connection and I I don't really like to reach out to people because I I don't know I just tend to get through everything myself but I think there'll be a lot of mums like me who really could do with just just um being reached out to and say hi how are things going and just I think that would have really helped for me you know just for people to check in and say hi but I'm it's hard absolutely it's hard to put ourselves out there because especially sometimes with social media we think we're the only ones dealing with it everybody else seems like they've got it together they're posting their best side you know and I think sharing those moments or reaching out like you said help make it more approachable help break down some of that barrier to accepting help and seeing it as a strength versus I don't have it together I'm not doing well I'm weak it's a strength to be like I, I need help doing this let's do it together yeah, totally. And I have seen so many examples of that, actually, of strong women. We're talking about powerful, strong women. But for me, a powerful and strong woman is someone who can actually put their hands up and ask for help and say, I could really do with your support right now. Or I'm even just I'm feeling like this right now. Um, is anyone else feeling the same to make those connections? Because I know, I mean, I work really hard on personal development, mental health, all of that, my mindset. So I make sure like that I invest big time in my mindset every single day because it's my strength. Like I need to be on top form. So I really work hard on this, but I know that that's come from many years of research, mm -hmm. working these systems out for myself. So not everyone is going to be as fortunate as me that they've already worked out these things. 
So yeah. if you're feeling, if you are watching this either now or later on and you're feeling that you're in a low place, there are so many ways that you can find people. You might not want to go to your friends and your family and say, you know, I'm feeling a bit low, but there are so many communities online where you'll find people. I always say this, there are mm-hmm. so many Facebook groups. There are um, so many coaches and people out there who can work with you and support you if you're in a position to be able to do that. Um, for example, yeah, just Daniela, even, you're one of them. You know, instead of saying, I feel, you know, because that can be a very hard, big step to ask, does anybody know? Does anybody know? Mm-hmm. And that's, people love to help. People love to offer advice. Right. And so to ask it in that way, you can definitely start those steps in getting what you need. Exactly. And even if bringing it up conversationally, you don't have to put yourself out there immediately with people mm-hmm. and say, look, I'm really feeling so low or it could just be um does anyone else feel like you know just in a bit more of a, a jovial kind of jokey sense like light-hearted does anybody else feel a little bit isolated this has been going on for a long time blah 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 get the conversation going and even just understanding that you're not alone can really really help and I know I've seen this on various platforms that people are there to give support um, people are will always drop by certain groups and say, I'm feeling a bit low or this has happened to me in my life. And the support that they're given is incredible. I think there's so many movements at the moment for, okay, we have influencers who are absolutely perfect at all times and they look incredible. That's part of their job. But there are so many people out there making a point of showing their normality and how, how, people actually aren't always flawless and perfect and that our imperfections are actually going to be so worthwhile in finding out who we are. And there's just so, there are so many people, I think there's a bit of a movement in the moment where people are trying to show that perfection can come in many different ways and actually we're all growing and you don't need to be a certain way to be accepted by others. I think our connections come from our vulnerability, those shared experiences, those me too moments of, oh my gosh, you're you're dealing with that too. Thank God, you know, I'm not the only one. That's where we really find those connections, not in everything's great and everything's perfect, but it's those vulnerable connection moments of the things we're all dealing with that, you know, help us create those support communities that we're looking for. And also, you know, if I looked at you, I would think, okay, Daniela, she's got it all together. She's got everything perfect. You know, God. people people might look at me, actually. I'm, I know that cause I, I'm, I'm quite a um, competent person in, in most ways in my life. And I think that people can maybe, people in my community maybe perceive me sometimes to be, okay, she's got it all under control. She, you know, she, you can say whatever, it won't impact her. But I really feel deeply about things and I... I I am an empath. I really care about others so much. I feel deeply about others. And sometimes the people that actually hold it together and do all they can is because they've literally had to learn the hard way that they are not naturally maybe as resilient as others. And resilience comes with time. So when even when you see people and you think, wow, they've got it all perfect, you know, they have, they've got you know, do, just don't judge people by appearances because actually appearances can often just be, you know, you're living your best life on Instagram as opposed to this is how they really feel. So have empathy for everyone, no Absolutely. matter the circumstance. A work in progress. I'm still learning and growing and figuring it all out, myself out, you know, as my kids change, bigger kids, bigger problems sometimes, you know, yeah. it's all, <laughs> you never know what, 
people are going through as well as what's going to come up next. And so I think just getting comfortable in our own skin, having some of those foundations in place then. So when life does throw us a curveball, some of the things we know are just going to be able to kind of keep going on their own. And it's not going to upset the whole shebang, the whole apple cart. It's just going to affect a piece of it. And like you said, that resiliency, that ability, ability to bounce back, because it's not that things don't affect you. Being resilient doesn't mean that you're not hurt, that you're not affected by things. It's that you're still able to keep going and work through it. It's that momentum forward that that's where the resiliency comes from. Yeah, and it's being able to acknowledge that you're not in the best place right now, but that there's a reason for this and let yourself process it and feel it because that's how you're going to truly move forward in a positive way. Um, and I think that's something that I've learned over time rather than repressing how I feel about things or, you know, my feelings on certain things is no, like think about it deeply and work out how can you move forward from here in a positive way, understanding mm-hmm. how, how to improve and, and move on. <laughs> And just knowing what you're, like I said, you know, I'm all about the options. So knowing what your options are, because that's the thing. If you can see, okay, I'm in this place, I can either one, stay here, sit and unpack for a while. I could take a moment or I can move forward. And it doesn't have to say I'm having a bad day. Just text a friend and say, hey, you know, and start talking about something silly. Even they might, you know, distract you enough to help pull you out of that place. So it doesn't have to always be working through things doesn't mean you focus on what's not going well. But sometimes it's that distraction, that pivot and shift in your mindset and your focus that then can help you go in that direction as well. Yeah, and just getting out into nature, listening to the birds, listening Mm -hmm. to to the, the things around you, just grinding yourself again. And just even laughter like it sounds crazy but laughter therapy is a massive benefit like is a massive um if you can do that and it sounds ridiculous it's not something i've really done myself but i've been doing a lot of reading about this recently when you laugh the amount of endorphins it releases into your body is just it's it's a powerful potent uh almost like medication of laughter I did a post actually recently you know like from the movie Monsters Inc if you have young kids you know like the power of laughter superseded everything else you know that they were looking for and I think it gets underestimated in our society you know that laughter can be more powerful than anger laughter can be more powerful than sadness you know laughter yoga is a thing you know Laughter yoga, um, I know we have some free groups locally, or we did um, where I am, but to find those things online for yourself. So definitely. I'd love to find out more about that. That sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah, find something that cracks you up, and that's a video you go to to find those yeah. moments. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. I didn't know that you'd posted about that, Daniela. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm really conscious of your time and things, but I just wondered. Um, so what does a powerful woman mean to you? What is a powerful woman? Yeah. So at Empire of Assets, we are doing a powerful woman edition. You're one of them. You're a powerful woman. And you are helping to empower others. And for me, that's a massive element of being a powerful woman. But what does powerful woman mean to you, Daniela? Um, I think powerful to me means that you are willing to try you know, accept your imperfections, not as a weakness, but as a strength. 
Um, I, you know, even just jokingly, we have like a three times rule on new recipes. You know, I might not be the best cook, but I get three tries to get it right. And for me, that's where my strength comes from is not that I have to be great at things, but that I'm willing to still do it, that I'm willing to try, that I'm putting, going outside my comfort zone is what makes me powerful. And it doesn't mean I'm doing huge things, but they're my things and owning who I am, good, bad, and ugly is part of where I think my strength comes from, not only for myself, but for who I am to my kids, who I want my daughter to see and just how I present myself so that I'm hopefully kind of visible to other women to see that it's not gonna be this massive, you know, perfection, this massive level of doing things a certain way and doing them right, but finding the best way for yourself and being happy in your life and in your day is where your strength and power come from. The, the connections you have, the laughter that you share with others, all those little things are what make you strong. Uh, yeah, and we have we have power to choose in every single moment, no matter what's happening. And I know that we might like to sometimes think, uh, you know, but when we blame others, when we blame other external situations, we're never, ever going to get past that and be able to be happy. And that's mm -hmm. what all of us, I think, want for for part of our fulfillment in life. We don't need to be happy about every situation, but we can find happiness in every situation. And through gratitude, as you said as well, can be a massive help. And we have the power to mess up, and that's okay too. I yes. think grace for that imperfection, I've, that's been a word I've been using a lot this year, is just that grace of it's okay. You know, sometimes we mess up and it's okay. Not that it was great that we messed up, but being able to acknowledge it, learn from it, apologize and move forward is where that makes it okay, is where that comes from the strength as opposed to letting it control us and letting it beat us down and almost define us. And as you said, vulnerability is one massive way that we can connect with people. And for me, I'm very keen to show people that I have many areas, even if you may perceive me to be really great at this, this and this, in those areas, I'm really keen to show people that actually, um, look, I make mistakes too. Can you just look at, you know, this yeah. or that example? I'm supposed to be someone who specialized in this or that, you know, or same technologies. And and yeah, I've, I've made a mistake here because I sent you an invite out without actually a link to the live call or something. I want to highlight these things to people to give them the courage to know that, they are not, um, we people are not exempt. You're never going to be at a place where you're perfect. So let's just own it and let's just not get flustered. Let's promote ourselves um, as supporting others and just try and do that and empathize. We, I think we all sometimes get, especially, and I'm, I'm speaking about technology here because you mentioned it earlier, but I think sometimes people can get really, um, can get really down about, you know, oh, they're not connecting to a Zoom call properly or they're not, um, they're making a mistake or something and they get all flustered and worried about it. And it's like, you know, everyone's the same. And what's maybe a few seconds to you of flustering about is just as many school tells we don't even notice. So um, yeah. that's something that I think a lot of people have struggled with recently is people who are not sure of how to use technologies. Cause I know that there'll be some people listening in who are not sure about, um, you know, they don't want to appear to not know the latest thing. Just give things a try and play around and work it out. That's how we all learn. Mm -hmm. So um, I remember the first time ever I pressed live on Instagram. This was probably about a year ago because, like I said, I wasn't on social media. And someone responded like, oh, I can't see your face. And I, I threw my phone across the room because I was like, oh, my God, they can see me right <laughs> My daughter was like, 
yeah, if you press live, you're live right now. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like just those little things that you're like, okay. <laughs> That's a really good story. Quite a funny one as well. Like I remember when it first came out, I was like, oh, I don't want to make a mistake here because I don't want to go live at the wrong time or whatever, you know. And um, if I was just going about trying to, things take time to work. I like that you're quite honest with that as well. <laughs> um, now, we've come to the end of our conversation and it's been really amazing to speak with you, uh, Danielle. Daniela. I just think I've got so much from listening to you and you've got it all sorted, but yet you're still a very genuine, down-to-earth person who's willing to just assist others and be your vulnerable self when, uh, when you know, that's part of being a powerful woman. So um, I just want to really just encourage anyone who's listening in today to give you a follow um, you can you can follow Daniela I, I will link her under underneath this video but also um, let everyone else know where else they can find you online other than Instagram so I'm also on Facebook at Bestie Life I also have a private group there that I'm going to be doing a time management challenge in the next couple weeks called live a lifestyle Love. so if you want to connect shoot me a DM and I will send you all the details as well as there's a link in my bio. You can always go to my website, bestielife.com. I've got podcasts and blogs just to help share other women's stories and other hopefully relatable ways to see that there's no one right way. There's just your way. Yeah, and actually, we I forgot to mention that you have just, um, you've just given us a beautiful article for Empire of Assets, um, which was really great reading through this lots of value in there and just in terms of um really simplifying how you add systems into your life I was reading through it this morning and so many things that you've spoken about here just really align so much with with my methods and my ways of thinking as well so check this out it's all about the importance of habits in living a lifestyle that you love and you can read that using the link in our bio just go to the link and head over to visit our website you'll find Daniela's um, post there and also linked to the bottom is the time management challenge which is completely free you'll find all you'll find all the details there so the link's also there if that's easier for people just via our bio but I also want to encourage everyone if you can to check out our podcast which you can find on the link in our bio as well it's just empire of assets podcast and we will be interviewing so many incredible women powerful women and we'll be talking about um, finding out your purpose, about entrepreneurship, about attracting incredible things into your life, and also just about achieving balance and uh, fulfillment in life. That's that's what you're going to get from Empire of Assets. And if you're looking to put into action any little positive micro actions, then subscribe to the podcast and tune in on on the mornings while you're getting ready, and just just um, get some food for thought there. So. Daniela, thank you once again for joining me today. Thanks. It's been a real pleasure to have you. No, this has been great, Stephanie. Thank you so much. And I look forward to hopefully getting to know you better. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd love to um, connect in future and, and, and maybe like find a little bit more about um, what you do at Bestie Life as well. So thanks again and have a lovely day. And thank you to everyone who joined us today.